Look around downtown on a February workday. This looks like a place where people who are being punished are sent. If you notice the way people cross the street in February, it's different than in the summer. Nobody is tap dancing or breaking into a Rodgers and Hammerstein song. It's their lunch hour, and they're just barely able to get across the street and hunker over a bowl of chili. That's not fair. Get busy living. You'll get busy dying. Hold the fort. Am I the only one having trouble saying? This is The Brian Suits Show. Somebody, KTTH Burn Suits here. Good morning, everybody. I've lost sound. Um, I'll find it. Uh, anyway, um, the guess, guess what? Electric vehicles are dying in Sweden. And it, it's funny, anywhere they have actually been used for transportation, people are souring on them really fast. Uh, AM 770, KTTH Burn Suits here. Third hour, and producer Greg is here. We'll turn locally here as the a Democratic-dominated uh, state legislature is going to slow walk all six initiatives that have been funded by a um, tax-hating California uh, refugee named Brian Haywood. And uh, full disclosure, I signed all six of them. And I, I don't know Brian Haywood, uh, but I, I, I like the cut of his jib. He left California because mainly it sucks. And reason two, it sucks. And it's full of Euro trash and all thing. And uh, <clears throat> so anyway, he's the one, he's the money behind those six initiatives. The Democrats hate him because it would overturn the stupid CO2 death tax or whatever thing that Inflee is now saying it's to protect kids. He claims it's for pollution or something. And, and though we continue year after year being cleaner and cleaner and cleaner, and uh, and all all that, but um, so we'll put an eye on that, and uh, then uh, this this was uh, Lloyd Austin on I think on Monday. We start with my outrage and sorrow. Outrage and sorrow for the death of three brave U.S. troops. In and this is Lloyd Austin uh, today, still uh, talking more about his prostate. Again, I, I think without that facilitation, these kinds kinds of things don't happen. Okay, let's go to FT and then Politico to close it out. Thanks, Mr. Secretary. Financial time. Have you seen any signs that China has been successful in pressuring Iran to rein in the Houthis in the Red Sea? Uh, we we have not. Um, again, what, what's happening? I'm not prepared to answer questions. Good morning, not, China. Not about my prostate. Euro trash. I like that. It is indeed a garbage continent. Please talk more about how you hate Europe and bicycles. Well, so does Volvo, uh, evidently. <clears throat> um, Move follows uh, Volvo, an early electric car adapter. They had the first, like, commercials about their line of EV cars and all that. Um, they've cut off funding for their EV affiliate. That's electric vehicle. Uh, Volvo Car said it won't provide further funding for Polestar, the electric car maker it created with Volvo's Chinese owner, Geely. And by the way... I think Geely is high, more highly valued than Tesla at this point. But you'll never see the cars here because they're made of paper and they're unsafe as hell. And the thing is, though, they're like 2000 bucks. The latest EV retrenchment in the global auto industry. Um, so, I mean, say what you will about, uh, about uh, Elon Musk. His cars are safe. Uh, everyone I know who has one says, yeah, it's like a tank. Um, and and the, China can sell cheap electric cars to all of India, 
all of China and all of Russia, as it turns out. But you're never going to see them here because they're unsafe as hell. Um, but never mind that. They're unsustainable, says Sweden. The auto industry's pivot to electric vehicles has been rocked by setbacks this year, just as a flood of new battery-powered models is hitting showrooms. Earlier this week, the French automaker Renault said it has decided to cancel the initial public offering um, of their electric car unit, Ampere. Uh, Ford, meanwhile, has slashed production of the electric F-150 Lightning. And remember, when that first came out, I don't know if it was true or if it was Ford spinning the story, but Ford said the backlog to buy them was like, the backlog to order them was like two years. Apparently, that's been cleared. But um, so anyway, that, that uh, who, who knew that was going to happen? Um, <clears throat> and so these uh, Seahawks got a new coach. I saw that, um, but I didn't recognize the name when I first read the headline. Or do you thought it was the head coach of the Dolphins? What's his name? Mike Mc... What? I just know the quarterback's uh, name is Tua Tega. Tega Valdia. Um, the, uh, speaking of that, his younger brother saw him at the Pro Bowl workout yesterday. Looks just like him. Only his top knots directly on top of his head. And here he goes. The uh, Secretary of Defense. Uh, step- there he goes, waddling off the stage. So, <clears throat> um, about- he is walking rather carefully well, yeah, when, you know, Think about it. Um, he did about six minutes on uh, Houthi questions and uh, about 44 minutes on his private surgery. Where just You know what, that, what I just did? I just put more stigma on it. So uh, there you go. Um, this from the White House. Did you direct your staff or others to keep it from the public and from other senior staff members? And if you did not, has anyone been disciplined for doing something that you did not tell them to do? And then just quickly on uh, Iraq and, and Syria, what is your response to the KH statement today that um, they are postponing or not doing any more attacks? Good morning, Lita. To answer your question on whether or not I directed uh, my staff to conceal my hospitalization from anyone else, the answer is no. Um, in terms of uh, my, my response to KH's statement, um, we always listen to what people are saying, but we watch what they do. And so are they, by the way. In KH is the Kataib al-Hizbollah, which is one of the uh, Iraqi Shia militias that the Iranians arm, train, and direct, who are who are not losing guys to American bombs today. And, uh, in fact, you're clearing out of the area. They've had five days head start and all things. So uh, no, no matter what they are saying about, oh, yeah, they finalized plans for a multi-day. And Blinken even said on Monday, oh, yeah, it's going to be multiple days. It's not. It it was Monday through through this morning. So there's that. If 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 you're like me and you see the purpose of retaliation and punishment as they as the Iranians and Iraqis do, <clears throat> the, I mean the Iraqis that are fighting for the Iranians, then uh, you, you see the big fail here. And and by the way, at another level, um, seeing a Secretary of Defense get up there and say, no no, the rules are for thee, not for me. That's a morale killer too. And a credibility killer, because the the entire thing when when Biden introduced uh, you know that fellow that runs that outfit, that, like he said he didn't even remember remember Lloyd Austin's name, but the entire credibility of the guy was 
He took off the uniform so recently, he has to be double secret approved by the Senate because there's a public law that a sec def cannot, there has to be a 10-year gap between wearing the uniform and becoming Secretary of Defense. Sort of the the, the Marshall rule, and but it, it happened later. And uh, he, had, he got an exception on that. And so he's supposed to be a guy that leads by example, you know, and uh, that's... It was like the, the the harshest toke that you realize when you when you're enlisted and then you get commissioned, they break the news to you that you should have the best PT score in your platoon. The platoon you're leading should be chasing you on the two mile run. I'm like that was not in the uh, in 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 the in the uh, brochure, and and you have to lead by example. And so that that's why people have said, you know, if he had a uh, adjutant disappear. Without warning, on on five five days' notice, uh, he wouldn't tolerate it. So, uh, you want a palate cleanser for um, your Thursday practice Friday morning? Is it a large squirrel predicting the weather? This is one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. I have that so ready for tomorrow. Close. No, this is Andrea Bocelli singing "Amazing Grace" at this morning's national prayer breakfast. Johnson was in the front row shedding a tear. Someone caught him on camera wiping away as you would the uh, wet badges of emotional truth from his cheek. Pretty beautiful. You got to give it to him. That's a good get to get Bocelli to sing Amazing Grace and, in uh, DC. He's he's uh, he in not a real great English speaker. Well, and he's also blind, um, which is interesting. He has a son who's a great singer, too, by the way. This is the greatest song. This is in your, uh, in your Italian. <clears throat> Conti partiro. Time to say goodbye. Um, and when he warms up, he lies on the floor. You oh, know, really? Because he doesn't know how ridiculous that looks. He's blind. And it's Sarah, Sarah that Brightman. sound like him. I know, Sarah Brightman. Extended intro. Give it to the Italian. Hand him the baton. It's the chorus, Conti Patero, time to say goodbye. As featured, by the way, in Madagascar, uh, Lost in Europe, the oh, third no kidding. one. Yeah. Remember when 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 Julian, the king of the lemurs, is in love with the bear? Sounds like a movie filled with pathos. <laughs> it's a great movie. Um, speak, speaking of pathos, it's February 1. Is or is not Billy Joel supposed to grace us with a, uh, isn't he supposed to do a drop, uh, a dump of a song? Uh, I thought that was supposed to be today. Here, well, turn the lights back on on the Billy Joel channel just 18 hours ago. This was posted. Oh, apparently. so we're way late. We this are is, way this late. This is one time when a giant squirrel predicting the weather where television or fa radio fails to uh, portray or convey the magic. Oh, it's making me have to subscribe to get it or something. Wait, but, here we go. Here, hold on. I, I heard a sample of it. 
playing piano. Who would have, who would have thought? Uh, I've got an early judgment. That's the that's the best they released. Sounds like songs left off of the stranger in 1974. Okay, so the song's called "Turn the Lights Back On," and we're just left to speculate what the lyrics and melody are. Oh, that that was just a, a, a teaser. Well, Turn the lights but back you said eight eight. eight the full song is supposed to be released now. It's dark and I can't see the light this morning. And speaking of that, by the way, um, Madagascar is a great Billy Joel song. <laughs> That's not real. That is not real. That That is, isn't it? <laughs> I've never What's, heard it. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. But anyway, Andrea. That is not real. Andrea, uh, Andrea Bocelli. They're at the. And, and that's. Uh, he would have to. I got, you got to say. A blind guy learning music and then learning a song like Amazing Grace. Well, and a blind guy singing was, I was once blind, but now I see. Yeah. I, mean, I can see how that'd be Poign- poignant. touching to a lot of people. That's very audience. poignant. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, a beautiful voice on the chap and his son. And apparently uh, blindness, not congenital. His son can see. Uh, but uh, that was that was the weird the weird thing that I, that I saw was was that was hey, like he did all this warm up and all that rolling around on the floor. And I don't speak Italian, but I can read subtitles, unlike Andrea Bocelli. But uh, that's a cheap shot. But, uh, but see, it's not all contentious and filled with rancor in D.C. Every once in a while you get a prayer breakfast and people reach across the aisle to enjoy a bunch of Republicans. Uh, an old hymn written by uh, John Newton, sung by a, a blind guy who's <clears> one of the best you, voices of our time. You watch, hate for Bocelli will be out because the National Prayer Breakfast is so deeply identified as a evangelical Republican thing. Which, was Marjorie Taylor Greene there? Probably. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Did, I didn't see her uh, picture, though. Did Lauren Boebert get, get a get a piece of uh, Bocelli? The last time she was seen at a public event where there was arts and entertainment didn't go so well for the representative from Colorado. Um, she got a little handsy. Yeah, she may not be back in your uh, your uh, Congress. We, we don't know. But anyway... Uh, the House Majority Leader is a Democrat, Joe Fitzgibbon, been here from Seattle, and she's going to slow walk these six initiatives. They will do, they will use every legislative trick to make sure they're not on a, a ballot in November, um, and um, the people should be angry about that. I mean, that's the point of an initiative. I mean, they see your signature. That's why... Uh, that's why the sex state has to count them to make sure he, what they're seeing is right and and that whole thing. So she said they're trying to unpack what we think the legal impact of each of these six initiatives will be. The main one is that they're so in love. No matter what they say about the carbon monoxide tax, the you know Gives Inslee Money Act of uh, two years ago, they're so in love with the money that that's creating by creating this fictional – uh, CO2 exchange between the companies and all that, and then increasing the cost of it. Uh, and then they say they've never seen so much free money. And they're going to they're gonna say that that initiative can't go on there because the state is too addicted to the money, even though the thing is supposed to grandfather itself. I mean, it's, it's supposed to um, sunset. 
It's not supposed to be around there forever. It's supposed to be so expensive to pollute that the private industry just discovers a way to not pollute rather than continuing to pay for the right to pollute because private industry's uh, ability to uh, pass the, the cost of uh, gasoline onto the consumer is uh, unknown. I mean, who, who knew they would do that? Oh, yeah, that one accountant who worked for the state until they harassed him off the job because he was saying – if you uh, raise the cost of making gas, they will pass that cost on at the pump. Well, let's uh, show you the the uh, the exit, and so they did. But uh, anyway, I will. Uh, I'll be bummed um, if if they uh, find a way to do this, and they are looking for a way. Uh, so maybe we'll check in with our good friend of the station, Jim Walsh, uh, the chair of the Washington State Republican Party, um, tomorrow. And 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 by the way, as predicted, the uh, sponsor of the House bill to require. Liability insurance, if you own a gun, didn't quite get back, um, at least at least before 6 a.m. And I, I always tell them, if, you know, if you're an early riser, here is my cell number until 6.03. Because I think that'd be a great phone call to get on the air or something, you know, put it on speaker. But uh, whatever. But uh, so, like I said, I, 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 I've, I've rather discovered that. My curiosity in regards to Democrats calling back has largely been satisfied. Uh, did you see the hangar in Boise that collapsed? Yeah, striking images. Yeah, killing three. I, I, I didn't quite – it was a, a fairly new steel hangar, the Boise airport. And uh, we had a murder in uh, Chinatown uh, around 4 a.m. or 2 a.m. Uh, last night. The, the – a man shot died at Harborview later on, so that's, I believe, homicide uh, number two. Um, nearly all of Seattle has vacation plans. Uh, here's what you're doing. Um, n- not Greg, he already did his, but the rest of you have vacation plans. We we all do, and we'll 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 go we'll go down. Let's see, what's other okay for all inclusive resort, cruise, casino trip, ski vacation. Spa vacation or other of those categories, what's the what wins? I'd say it's got to be for Washingtonians, someplace you can find sunshine during this time of year. 25% other, which I, 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 I'd say that can include uh, find sunshine. But uh, anyway, how are Seattleites going to vacate by getting away from each other? How else? Come on, geez, we're going to Iceland. Uh, back in a second, AM. So, by the way, checking if you're texting 800-465-8770. We had a rather unsatisfied, satisfying session in the 6 a.m. hour. Let's have a better one now. Come on, folks, get on it. Back in a second, AM 770, Kate, TTH. So then, when did he? Where did he download? Where did he uh, release it? 
Uh, just put up on YouTube four hours ago. There you go. See? A man of his word. Assuming his voice is not AI generated here, he's aging like a fine wine. 74 years old and he can still sing like this? He rested for 20 years. Is it tell a poignant story? My only critique of this song so far is that there's no hook on the chorus. He just kind of repeats the line, turn the lights back on, and that's the whole thing. I used to be romantic. I forgot somehow. Time can make you blind. But I see you now. As we're laying in the darkness. Did I wait too long? I just sliced, but... I can't believe, by the way, I screwed up. It's Zanzibar. I, why was I saying Madagascar? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Only you know what goes on up there. Because it's on, because Zanzibar is the capital of Madagascar. No, anyway. But uh, no, that's a great song with a obscure title. Okay, that's 1973. Right. And wait, play a little bit of 2024. Stuck on a hill Outsiders inside the home that we built The cold Hey, here's his voice in 1974 Alley dances and the audience Vacuum tube Maybe you love me I'm not hearing a lot of processing on, on 2024 He still has a strong pipe, sir Good job, Billy. I, I mean, most people, you get 40 years under their belt yeah. in terms of aging, and you get that real guttural. You sound like here. Richard Harris or something. My yeah. gift is my song, and this one's for you. Yeah, and I, I got to say, Elton, when when he, when he hits the old notes, when he hits Rocket Man, stuff like that, mm-hmm. you can you can see it in his pants. You know, <laughs> bye, bye. No, 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 bye. no, no. <laughs> you're, you're really working it there. That's, uh... She's going to pull the curtains down for me. So 52nd Street, remember that album? Because that was as I was exiting the black hole of youth and paying attention to music, uh. my, my older brother, who, who I would s- steal his eight tracks, he had The Stranger, which is a great album. If there's a, if there's a bad song on that album, I haven't, I haven't heard it. Eight tracks, what was that like? <clears throat> um, it was so stupid. <laughs> who, who thought of that? Oh no! No, we have to. We got to wait thirty minutes before that one comes back. So anyway, um, and Fifty Second Street was great, and uh, and and that whole thing. But the, the references I'll make as I get older is I used to have a six CD changer under the back seat of my car. Murger. Now you all watch if you don't add that on Spotify. Anyway, so the song is Zanzibar. Um, and uh, meanwhile, back in Italy, uh, and, and and by the way, as we as we uh, transition to a checking of our texting, there's a, we got a text from a blind listener, <clears throat> who's my favorite listener of all time. Now he's the opposite of T Town Doug. Um, this is, I think, our town. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, five six two area code says, <clears throat> I am blind, and so is my child for my congenital. T- Conditions. I'm way wrong. I, I flippin' cackled like a madman at your uh, at your subtle Andrea Bacella 
Bocelli line. Unlike Andrea Bocelli, I didn't see the writing on the wall about my genetics, but our sweet girl is five now and thriving. Love your show. Well, you you have my permission to listen and listen on the podcast at 800-465-8770. Just text suits to that or get on the KTH uh, app. Very nice. It's been a very music-filled uh, show this morning from the 661. Speaking of music, good morning, Mr. Suits and Producer Greg. Do you think the Grammy Awards will acknowledge the October 7th attack since it happened at a music event? Well, it didn't ha- part of it happened Festival. coincidentally to be at that Nova rave where everybody was on Molly and Acid. Which is we we don't mention that we don't speak ill of the dead, but if we did, that would be a part of it. But um, I I don't think so. I don't think they have. Um, I they they won't. It's it's now a hundred and twenty something days ago now, and but I guarantee if there are, if there is some political political correctness, it's going to be on, on the side of telling Israel to cease the genocide or right, something, right? Uh, like that. And the the Taylor Swift uh. Conspiracies continue, by the way. Uh, you, you've been wondering, oh, when is uh, James Carville going to chime in? And and he did. I, I just don't, I'll find it. Is this bleeped? Yeah, okay. From the I, 253, uh, listening to Lloyd Austin speak this morning. Brian, to me, he seems so clearly beyond his depth. Do you agree? No. He's he's no Robert Gates. Um, Who said Biden's been wrong about every foreign policy yeah. decision in history? Um, he, but he is. I, I think there's a really good reason for the separation from uniform to a business suit, and Lloyd Austin might be Exhibit A, and that his entire, uh, and and we're, we're corrected on the checking of the texting. Uh, the planet after Venus is Earth, not Uranus. I know. Apropos I, of nothing, we were joking. Don't they know a joke when we hear? Yeah, one? come on, folks. And so, um, uh, because. Gates masterfully took over the CIA, but he wasn't a spy. And he took over the the, uh, SecDef, but he never wore the uniform. The problem with Austin is that he wore the uniform for 40 years, and he thought that's how the world works. And when you become an administrator, that's not how the Army works, not how the Pentagon works. And because because he wasn't from the time – because, folks, when they put one star on their uniform, they stopped being soldiers, from Wesley Clark to whomever, all right? So since that was 15 years ago, um, since he stopped having to be accountable to anyone, he stopped being an effective bureaucrat or administrator of a bureaucracy. So uh, so if you're talking about his parlance or his elocution, then I will poo-poo you on that one. He is a genius of a guy, but it's it doesn't show itself when he gets the butt cancer and <laughs> disappears for five days. Because you, you can do that with three stars and you're the CENTCOM commander. Lots of texts in about that woman who allegedly did her business on a flight in the aisle and there is video evidence. 7-Eleven, a Philadelphia woman is now facing federal charges for her unruly behavior on a Frontier Airlines flight from Florida. Mm. I'm ready to be over here. I mean, sorry, everybody. Dulce Huertas, everybody of uh, Philadelphia, and I now now with headphones on, I can hear what she says. I'm ready to pee over here. 
<laughs> and then she apologizes. Uh, this, she, she's not like the crazy broad who's, who says that uh, the guy back there isn't real. This profoundly important story got you and I on a tangent about going to the bathroom on flights from the 425. What Greg calls stage fright, I'd call gun shy. But I do get his point. Turbulence can cause an aiming mishap on an airplane. From the 858. That's why there's steel. That's why the toilet <laughs> is steel. You were talking about the troughs at the kingdom once upon a time. From the 858. I love the stalls. Remember the ones with ice in them? Talk about making the bathroom fun again. You mean the urinal? The urinal, That's yeah. a pro move for bars and, and restaurants and stuff. But, I mean, when when we're associate, when men are associating collectively in public, the trough. It's the trough. Like like on the, the ferry, the Muckleteo to Clinton ferry trough. You don't you never see those. And, boy, on a rough rough day, that's a bad scene. Never mind airplanes. To Reno, how about peeing in a trough on a rough day from Uncle Teal? Wow. Yeah, I should only tell you. <laughs> That's quite an image. From the 253, Brian, have you heard anything about Hamas terrorist cells in the U.S. per the FBI? Um, yeah, for years, and Hezbollah. Uh, if I were Canada, I wouldn't sleep, but... Uh, but um, uh, yeah, they, they can... Th this is where, like, for instance, if Iran wanted to go full retaliation... Because they don't have the military to do it, and they don't have the the nuke yet. Uh, but they do have sleeper cells in the U.S., and they do have coders in Iran. Uh, and we know where they're where, where they are, and we know who runs them, who administers them, the thing. Um, they will uh, affect our electrical net, our power generation net, uh, and. Uh, They'll do what we do to them. We shut down their all their retail gas pumps last month for several days, uh, and um, I mean we're 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 both the the, the whole key to uh, to hacks to to uh, anti civilization hacks is to not tell your target that when when you execute that line of code, uh, the Boulder Dam is gonna the the dam doors are gonna flood the Columbia. Which would be odd because that's where the Boulder Dam is. It's on the Rio Grande. But anyway, point is not to warn. Hey, don't you, don't you do nothing, or we'll shut down the American Western Grid, because then we would fix it. And so we don't know what we don't know. Um, and, and at least if you're smart, you do know that that stuff is coming. Uh, you, you you might recall there was a, a malware piece that the media labeled Stuxnet. That was never its name. The program overall is called Olympic Games. The Iranians found out the hard way that their own scientists were bringing in malware on their thumb drives from home. They thought they had a firewalled system at the Fordos at their uranium uh, enrichment plant. Turns out guys were like bringing Pong and Animal Farm or Farmville and stuff and, and, and uh, on their thumb drives. And they were actually bringing the malware in that shut down and destroyed their centrifuges. So they've, they, they tend not to make the same mistake twice unless you take the enemy for granted and you, you don't think they have a vote. The Iranians, you underestimate them at your peril. And, and so like whether it's um, hiding assets in Syria in the middle of the desert or whatever. But uh, anyway, the Channel Coast is socked in, the jump is off. No, no strike in Iran today. Uh, that is what I detect from uh, Lloyd Austin at, from his press conference. Back in a second, AM 770 KTTH.
man, civilization was robbed. And I got to say, whatever NBC exec pulled to catch a predator, guy brings a pizza to a young woman he thinks is 15, who's invited him to her house. The guy puts uh, the pizza down, and they, they have the actor who's not 15. She's 18 in a day. And... Uh, the house is festooned with cameras. And, and no, I'm not saying, I mean, I think you look <laughs> you great. Like I think you look great. I'm just saying, like, you, you look different yeah, than, than, uh, than I thought. Yeah. But, uh, well, you never can tell with online things, you know? It was, it was so good. I watched way too many episodes of that show back And the, the punchline's always the same. There's something the, very satisfying about seeing scumbags get nabbed by authorities. Yeah. And then NBC's Chris Hansen comes out with a clipboard. I don't know who you are. I want to know a little bit more about you first. And if you don't know, there's the, the, the off camera, there are two dozen bodyguards. So Chris Hansen can be as smug as he wants. He'd what, always ask him, What would you say you do here? <laughs> then he gets around to eat first. Sure, go ahead. He's so relaxed and convinced of his innocence, he eats a slice of pizza. Tell me who you are, because, you know, I. Didn't know there would be other people here. Well, what did you expect to happen this market? Didn't have any expectations. No, he knew she was a minor because she identified herself as a minor. Expectations whatsoever. No. You sure about that? Two and a half hours? Sure did. From Boston. (sighs) Who are you? To come here. Are you a dad? To meet a young girl. Are you you a dad? I will get to that in a minute. Go ahead, have a bite. So anyway, and then the police pig pile the guy. No, that was the thing. It was always that punchline. Anyway, we don't. We're not blessed by that. For the former head of Kitsap County 911, he stepped down this week after he was arrested in a King County sexting operation. Well, I'm Chris Hansen, former Kitsap 911 executive director Richard Curtin, a 54 year old grown ass man, was charged Wednesday with attempted commercial sexual abuse of a minor and communication with a minor for immoral purposes. Prosecutors allege he traded sexually explicit messages and showed up at a Woodenville hotel last week to have sex, S-E-X, with who he thought was a 16-year-old boy, King County prosecutors say. The fictitious boy was actually an undercover Bellevue police detective working a joint operation with the King Co. Sheriff's Office. So it's a joint uh, Kit King uh, bust on, on this guy. But, I mean... I mean, they they give you the rope to hang them. They sh- they show up. You have all the texts and the whole thing, and they and NBC backed off of uh, to catch a predator. It was one of the highest rated shows, and you it was it was like a a Chris Isaac album. You knew how how it would sound and what would happen all through it. The only only the only moment of oh crap is <clears throat> when he comes out and identifies himself, and these guys all realize. They they know him. They know the show. They now realize they've been they've been got. What what do they do next? Exactly the great unknown and the payoff of each episode was seeing how each guy would react. This guy sits down and eat, eats pizza. Other pizza. people would exit right away into the arms of the authorities. Other people would try to lie about why they were there, and so you never knew how each predator was going to try to spin. Why and when they, were they there. leave, they're always tackled on the lawn, <laughs> and all that. And it it all went to hell. From Texas, it was one county that's loved to catch a predator, and it was right next to Plano, I think. And um, 
And the guy that they busted was an assistant DA of the adjacent county. And he thought he was talking to a 14-year-old girl. And he realized, that's the thing, he realized his entire life plan just took a right turn. And so he was tackled, busted, printed. You know, When he made it out of jail the next morning, he went home and killed himself. And that was the deal. That was the breaker because the family sued NBC and the whole thing. And, and, you know, they didn't stick to their guns and say, look, we're not responsible what for what someone does when they are arrested for attempting to have immoral, you know, uh, uh, adult on minor sex. And they, they didn't. They went, we promised never to air the show again. So that's that's why we've all been robbed. I think it's some it's somewhere. It's just too good of a. There's a couple a couple people that do it on YouTube privately, and I think that's a, a license to get shot, frankly. And by the way, kids online typically assume that the person on the other end of – could be the game that they're playing online – it has goodwill in mind. They're naive, ignorant, and innocent. You know, I have a 13-year-old daughter, and she plays this game called Roblox, which, warning, warning, parents, uh, you can play it privately, like just locally on your own device, or you can, there's a social aspect to it. And I, she, it was, it like bewildered her the idea that there could be a man on the other end of like a conversation in a chat. We don't allow her in the chat rooms for Roblox, but so many people she plays with her friends yeah. just have unbridled access to the social aspects of these games. And look out! I mean, there are predators all over the place faking like they're twelve-year-old girls, thirteen-year-old boys, and they're like forty-year-old. Because we we do the it's Lego sick. one, and my my rule when when I go into a private one with my daughter is. Only friends that you know yes. by avatar or you know by their, their name get to come in. I don't think nearly enough parents are having those conversations with their kids, though, Brian. Th there's a there's a ignorance epidemic going on with uh, adults and what their kids are doing with these devices. And the negative possibilities, again, are endless. you got to be on top of this. Yeah, I, I, my, my blanket rule, I, I told the kid, every, everybody trying to be nice to you or be your friend on the Internet is a weirdo in <laughs> yeah. his mother's basement, and he's 46. That's a good rule. And he has zero hope of uh, ever interacting intimately with a female because he's a dork, and he's taking it out on the children of the world via Roblox. So you're channeling your inner Chris Hansen when you have these conversations <clears throat> with your I, young and, and they're there. And that, that's the thing about people that are doing it privately. Um, it 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 is a uh, it's a target rich environment because that's that's what's funny is a generation of 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 um, uh, to catch a predator and this idiot publicly paid idiot uh, in Kitsap County nine one one executive director I have no idea family uh, and um, and kids no no clue but there's a lot of men with a, a secret second life and they're online and they're acting like fourteen year old girls or boys or whatever. Yep. Yep. He resigned from his job yesterday. Deputy Director Maria Jamison Owens uh, was acting as a point uh, has been appointed as acting executive director of 911 until his replacement is found. Um, prosecutors have asked a judge to order Mr. Curtin not to have any contact with minors uh, to refrain from using a dating or hookup platform. And that's the thing; th th these weirdos are addicted to this. And they've succeeded, and you know they don't. You can't cut them in half and count the rings. You don't know how long they've done it. But anyway, I I missed to catch a predator. That was such a great idea. It was it was too good for TV.
Well, look, and this plays into the hearing yesterday in front of the Senate featuring big tech CEOs because one of the big complaints um, from people that are concerned about this issue is these social media companies aren't being aggressive enough in going after people that are posting explicit and Zuckerberg content or going is a, after young people. Zuckerberg is a sex trafficker. That doesn't mean we're perfect. There are definitely issues that we have. But we continue Mr. to Zuckerberg, it. yes, think, there are I, a lot that is slipping through. It appears that you're trying to be the premier sex trafficking no, of course site not, Senator. in this uh, country. Senator, that's ridiculous. No, uh, it Senator, is not ridiculous. Uh, you want to turn around this, and tell these people that— We don't want this content on our platforms. And we, why don't you take— I'm not saying we haven't had some slip-ups. But, uh, but, but, that, but that moment, that, that professor or that uh, Colonel Mustard in the library moment when Josh Hawley did the turn around and look at those parents, look— Every parent of a kid that committed suicide that was being bullied has a different story. And they don't all end it. I mean, the line forms here to think he's a geek and but be jealous as hell and, and to think that he's not a normal human. But I, I don't think that I, you can't sit there and write a mass appeal piece of software and, 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 and say to yourself at every, every turn of the corner – but what if someone kills himself over that? They just need to be much better at policing the activity. Someone might hear that Billy Joel song, react to it by suicide. <laughs> right. No, right. Not his fault. I understand your point. You know? Not all, Ozzy Osbourne's fault. Not not Eminem's fault. Well, it is Eminem's fault. In that case. Yeah. So uh, so I, I end you with a uh, former formerly Democratic uh, voter. This is what is uh, tearing the, the that that is uh, has the White House reelect uh, Biden uh, crew in a, in a panic today. And just to migrants, where are those kids going to go right now? Probably to the streets, to the streets. Because they kicked her kids, her American kids, out of a leisure center, community center for illegal aliens. She's she's not happy. Where most of them are already at. You know, and you know, like when we look for help, it seems like the state and the governor and them people, they push us away. Ouch. So anyway, um, more stuff tomorrow. Tomorrow's actual Friday. And you know what tomorrow is, everybody? This is one time where television really fails to capture the true excitement of a large squirrel predicting the weather. We will be the first to bring you the large squirrel that's predicting the weather, whether or not uh, your vacation to And by the way, the majority of people in the Seattle area are looking for islands or lakes. Those are hard to find. Um, and, or I mean, seas, seaside or lakes uh, for vacation right now. But uh, I, is it is it six more weeks of, or uh, spring is earlier or winter is six more weeks of winter? If he sees his shadow, it's six more weeks of winter. If he doesn't see his shadow, it's going to be an early spring. Yeah. I, for one, am very grateful to have been here. From Punxsutawney, this is Phil Connors. So That'll be tomorrow. Um, Hello. Uh, and we'll be back here tomorrow to look for our shadows, which, which are ample and huge. Uh, back tomorrow at uh, 6 a.m. Listen, watch, please, AM 770 KTTH. You're good. I know. Is it going to sound weird? But for a second, I think you took on the shape of a unicorn. I felt like I was hovering above my own body. Goodbye.